Like just I air horns? Yeah, just different air horns. Um, maybe. That's something we could definitely consider <laughs> for the future. Yeah, we don't. Um, all right, so welcome back to our review of Stardust Crusaders, Four at a Time. Yep, Four at a Time. Four at a Time. That's how I usually like my anime. Yeah, I really wish I wrote down the episode titles as I'm doing this, but we're reviewing episodes <clears throat> 9 through 12 of Stardust today. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to, I mean, like, depending on what version, because I don't think titles aren't necessarily the same in English as they're in are. The Japanese, are they? Yeah, I think they are. Okay. Either way, uh, it's episode nine. This is uh, the one where Kakuin's a nasty boy. Yeah, bad boy. Bad boy Kakuin. He gets real weird. But it's not, you know, you know, it's like, hey, is it really Kakuin or not? Right, because so. we ended episode eight with Joseph using his hermit purple on the TV to discern what was happening. Then Dio broke the TV. Yeah. So he got all grumpy. All and they all they found out was that uh, Kakuin's going to betray JoJo. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely not a misleading thing that the stupid yeah, certainly not standability could have maybe you know like uh, well it's not actually Kakuin it's uh, and then no 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 yeah. Just, yeah very misleading yeah and in the, in this episode uh, we have a concerned JoJo yeah yeah he's uh he's like he know, I, I feel like the entire time he's like. Something's up. Yeah, but Anne. I f- I feel like Anne. Uh, the little girl's name is Anne, Found by the way. Yep. <laughs> like re rediscovered that I think. Yeah, but uh, I completely forgot. Somehow. Yeah, or we just missed it like the first time. Um, like she actually notices shits going down yeah. first. Like she notices there's something wrong with Kakuin. It might have been around the time where he eats a bunch of stag beetles off a tree. Um. <laughs> Well, I think they were like rhino stags. Okay. But yeah. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't think they're the same thing. Like a but bunch yeah. of just shitty little kids being like, oh, yeah. look, He doesn't just eat and bug. He eats four bugs. Yeah, four bugs. Four of them. Four times the buggy, nasty, chitin-covered yeah. chewing. Yeah, it's gross. Um, yeah. Also, he they get some coconut juices and everyone has two straws in them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. way to pollute, guys. Yeah. Future, future Jothro is not going to be happy about this. Yeah, when he finds out where their straws end up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, in inside of sea turtles is where yeah, we're getting yes, it, and whales. Yeah, and basically anything, anything like a dolphin, you know, for example, that yeah. you know someone could get romantically entangled with. I don't yeah. know. But um, it's very shortly uh, revealed that Kakuin is not actually Kakuin. Uh, when, when JoJo punches him for and doing the red, 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 and his whole face, yeah, falls his whole apart. jaw, like kind of comes apart yeah. and then he does the reto even more and yes. that's the worst reto yeah it was really gross but that was after he so that was him punching him into the uh cable gondola. car yeah, cable, car. cable car number 23 23 <laughs> give it to me but yeah so like but that was after uh he he gets a little bit bigger <laughs> Like, which I really mm. enjoyed the animation. Yeah, every time, every time Kakuin, quote unquote, ate something. Yeah, anything, really. He just went, whoop, and yeah. like, grew. <laughs> like, they just, like, I'm just, like, imagining in the animation studio them literally just dragging the edge of his, like. Yeah, his, just, his, the, just the like, corner diagonal. Yeah, just, like, like Yeah, a little bit bigger, the, rate, the aspect ratio. And you know what? I didn't notice that the first time we watched this, so I thought it was, like, extra hilarious that mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I somehow just didn't notice that he was just, like, Vroom. But it's, like, the first time, the first time it happens, like, they're all staring at him. And I'm, like, I feel like if someone was standing, like, less than three feet from you and they very suddenly got like four inches taller 
and four inches wider. Wider, you probably noticed. <laughs> like, like nobody comments on especially it, especially if the time. sound effect is there. Yeah, like the only yeah, the only time like B has to be like, oh, have you not noticed? I got I've been getting bigger, and yeah. that's the second time it happens because mm-hmm. like he like steps like up to the edge of the the frame in in the the gondola, and like he's like has to duck under all of a sudden. It's like he's like seven inches taller. Like you idiots. Yeah, really didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Anyway, the stand is really gross. It is like sticky. Um, it's like corrosive acid. But yeah. Living acid. Yeah, and it grows every time it consumes something, and it consumes anything and everything, including living animals. Um, oh, except yeah. for whatever reason, like when it gets on JoJo, like it doesn't consume him. I guess it just hurts. Yeah, it's like burning. Him. And then, well, no, but he takes his lighter. Because he's a bad boy. He smokes his cigarettes. All the time. Um, he takes his lighter and he, like, tries to light it on fire. And I'm like, damn, this guy's, a, like, he's an actual badass. He's willing to burn his own fangy off. <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's better than being consumed by some slick, nasty boys. Stand. Yeah, I guess it would have eventually eaten him, huh? Yeah. Because it ate a dog. It did. It it, it, it did. That yeah. Was, again, so that was, our, that was our first um, consumed slash dead dog of this, of this, of this series. part. Yeah. Because that's not the first time, like... It was Poor just, Danny. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, hey, we're yeah. not there yet. No, Danny already died. Oh, yeah, Danny. Yeah, never mind. I thought you Yeah, said, Jonathan's dog. I thought you said a different name for a split second. No, okay. I did not. Okay. Um, um, yeah, so, yeah, like a really fucked up scene. And yeah. The dog head just falls off. Yeah, it's really... It's very um, gruesome, and yeah. I... This is... This show is not for people who cannot stand any kind of um, violence towards animals even in an animated capacity it's a a lot of it is very very hard to watch yeah um especially in later episodes yeah they don't really like so like the other series that we've seen like they'll do the like the 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 broadcast i think they're showing the broadcast version or the blu-ray version in some of these because they'll do that like blacked out violence thing that they have to do on tv in japan to broadcast them to meet their ratings guidelines and i've noticed that they do a lot less of that in part three than they did yeah. in part one and two well yeah i mean even when danny was thrown in the incinerator it was never actually shown that he was in there it was just like oh the dog was yeah. in the incinerator yeah. this but, whole time yeah oh my god it was me dio <laughs> Oh, fuck off. Um, so that's dog count number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and shortly after this, Jojo realizes that he needs to use his grandfather's ultimate technique and <laughs> run the fuck away. Yeah, that was that was a fun little uh, callback to, to to part two. Yeah. Um, because it's just like this big hype, and I think that this the enemy stand user guy was just like. Uh, yeah, he's about to maybe do something cool, and that's like, no, he just, like, drops out the bottom of the fucking gondola and just amscrays. Yeah. But, um, we got some good English in this Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mostly from Jotaro, which was fun. Yes. I figured, what did he even, he, like, what does he even say? It's, like, some badass line. I don't remember. Broken English. Um, oh, it's, like, do you understand? He's asking Rubber Soul, who's the stand... Do you understand? Yeah, he's asking Rubber Soul, uh, who's the stand user of Yellow Temperance. Yeah. And then, um, Rubber Soul then responds later, like, yes, I understand. And it's just, like, so dumb sounding. Um, but, like, in in the best way possible. Yeah, very badass. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we get to the point where Rubber Soul slash Yellow Temperance and Jojo are fighting, and there's, like, a bit of exposition, because why wouldn't there be? Um, and it seems, I wrote down, it seems like everyone, 
um, with a stand sent by Dio may actually be a natural stand user. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it's not him giving them the abilities, like... That we know of. Yeah. This this show is not so good about, like... I think we're going to get more clear on this in part five because I spoiled so much of it oh my for God. myself. You really did. Um, On accident. And, like, literally I just wanted to look up one character because I was like... I was like, what's happening with this character? Because I feel like... I feel like this one character might be two characters and I spoiled so much fucking shit for myself. Um, I'm a little mad about it. But I... I still, um, you know, we'll see how it plays out. So, um, oh yeah. And then my, (laughs) so they're fighting in a body of water and there's like a sewer Mm -hmm. nearby. And, uh, my last note for the episode is just so many holes to pull Jojo into so little time. (laughs) Yeah. That was fun. Cause I was like, you know, he's like, oh, like he basically sends his, the yellow temperance goop through, through a manhole, through, through a manhole that he's like. Like, oh, I was just kidding. Don't kill me. I just did it for the money. Yeah, this this whole thing where a bunch of stand users are like, no, no, no. I was just kidding. I'm just playing around. Like, after I actually tried to kill you. And yeah, I was like, sincerely, friends, I was sincerely going to kill yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to do it. Yeah. But, like, yeah. So, he's like, he sends his goop shoot down through goop there. Shoot. And, and, uh, and, like, eats a bunch of crawfish and then gets, like, Crayfish. super. And he goes, Vroom, and gets yeah, bigger. It's bigger. <laughs> And then he's about to Hulk smash uh, Jotaro into hell. And then Jotaro is like, nah, I, I figured it out. Uh, you're dead. And then beats the shit out of him. And... Oh, yeah. But my favorite part was when um, he initially beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, right before that, when Rubber Soul like, reveals himself, he's just like, and this is my actual beautiful face. And he's like, he's kind of like handsome in a in a 80s glam rock kind of way, you mm-hmm. know? like. Yeah. Not, like, bishy, but, like, you know, pretty yeah. good looking. Yeah. And then uh, he probably gets his face all fucked up. Yeah. From He's like, I'm going to have my, my jaw wired shut. Yeah. There's also the moment in the uh, gondola where he uh, uh, assumes the identity of a woman. Oh, yeah, like a big woman. Like a larger woman. And, and he starts very lewd and groping. Like, groping herself, like. Yeah. I was just like, why? It's just such a, like, there's such weird jarring moments in this show sometimes that I'm just like. Yeah, it's just, seeing? like, really unnecessary. Yeah. Kind of like, okay, we get it. Like, you're not, like, you're a bad person. You don't have to, like. <laughs> grow we, yourself we to, get it <laughs> to, yeah we get it you're not very subtle yeah um so they were still in singapore in this episode yes and, and then, so from singapore we're moving on to india yes by train yes over water yeah man somehow yeah doing it dude and then like they <laughs> they they show like the you know the the map where it shows their 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 trek across the globe so far and there's this huge thing spanning Just over, the, over water. the water it's like uh, i don't right. think that's a established train route but that would be cool that would be cool um and then of course we have the 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 return of the little 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 um, oh yeah yeah because you know, like Kakuin. hey man you gonna eat those cherries because if not I'm going to put them in my mouth. Because they're my favorite. Yeah. And everyone's like, or Joe throws like, Ugh. Yeah, he's just like, grimace, yeah. like, ugh. And Anne is back. Yeah, Anne, Anne snuck onto the train yeah. after she said she was going to leave to go meet up with her dad. Nope. So, Psych. false. She back. Yep. So, our last uh, little thing is, is our crusaders on the train, plus Anne, who's asleep and dreaming of JoJo, because mm-hmm. apparently 12-year-olds got crushes. Yeah. Um... So episode 10, 
Um, just gonna go ahead and make it very obvious that Joseph is hugely racist. Um, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, well, I'm all bummed out because all they eat in this country is curry and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then, of course, they, you know, they get accosted. Um, as soon as they get off the train, mm-hmm. they, like, a huge group of people is, like, surrounding them, like, begging for money. Yeah. And it's just, like, it just kind of makes you look at that kind of stuff. And you're like, I guess when this came out, like, no, because this came out in the 2000s. I guess when this was written. Well, the manga, yeah. Um... It was kind of like, I guess everyone kind of still saw whole countries like that. I mean, the Japanese are an interesting people and they have uh, mis- right, but this their is, own misgivings. This is definitely, this is definitely, yeah, a Japanese mangaka, but it's, it's from the perspective of essentially like white guys. Yeah, but I even mean. Even JoJo is half American. Yeah, but I don't think that's how it was written. I think it was mm. like just. That that was the thing that I'm sure a good yeah. amount of people in Japan, maybe at the time, were like, right. hey, India, what's going on with them? Well, regardless, Joseph's a huge racist, but, <laughs> but Jotaro is like, I really like India. Like, he's fucking chill. Yeah. He's, like, kind of down with it. He's just like, yeah, this is great. Like, let's fucking see this country. Yeah, Jotaro is like, I mean, he's kind of consistently like that. I yeah. mean, like, he's so stoic and quiet. And Kakuin like, is like... He's like the dude who knows everything about everything. Yeah, he's, he's our little exposition giver. Yeah, aficionado, and it's probably because he's an art student. Yeah, and then of course, uh, so we get uh, the continuing saga of Polnareff and Scat. Um, <laughs> immediately steps in and cow shit, and um, I'm just like at this point, yeah. like it's definitely a, a, a thing. Like this is definitely an intentional. Goof. It's gotta be. Um, um, poor, yeah. Poor Kakyoin gets his wallet stolen. Like they're all having a they're all having a bad time. I mean, except JoJo. Well, he's having a great time. Um, but yeah. So also speaking of Polnareff and, and Poopoo, uh, this is our <laughs> toilet fiasco of the season number oh, one. Oh god, the fucking pig in the, pig the toilet, toilet in the hole. That that this setup for that and like, it's it's like. Oh, you want to give shit, no pun intended, to Paul and Ref whenever possible. But if some dude at a restaurant handed you a stick after you asked him where the, the, the toilet was. No, as you were heading into the restroom. Yeah, like he's like, oh, you'll need this. Like I would be, I would probably have about the same reaction as, as he does. Like, he's like, what do I need this for? And then all of a sudden, oh, there's a pig head sticking out of the toilet. Yeah, so, so that was just that was that was so weird. And I get the name of the show, and we've talked about it, and how fucking weird this show gets. But I'm like, that kind of stuff to me is just so fucking unnecessary. Like, right. why even include but, it? But I mean, like, so think about that. I mean, we watched the this these man can't parts take a shit in peace. One through three in in in, in quick concurrence. Like, think about the theme, the theming, and the pacing of. What we've seen so far in our rewatching of part three versus parts one and two. Like, th- I don't think that you would have gotten a scene like that. No. At all in parts one or two. There would have been, like, exactly one. Right. It wouldn't have been a recurring theme where, like, poor Polnareff can't take a shit in yeah. peace. And that's one thing I kind of enjoy about part three as a show versus the first two parts is that it's, like... It, it it's realizing I think at this point like the the, the author was like hey I can have some more goofy fun because people are down yeah with that shit. and like, it also it builds character obviously right. like you're you're building these characters up the the readers slash viewers are getting to know them more and so like you know there's yep. there's actual 
feelings when when shit happens at the end of the season and so like you actually feel something other than just like oh well that was that i guess okay cool thing yeah because i got a lot of that in the first two parts there's entire there's entire characters and arcs where i was like i don't really give a shit about any of these guys yeah like really yeah because i don't really know enough about them to care or what they're what they're driven by their motivations or right how many times they've stepped in shit Right. You know? And, like, my... I don't know. I guess my heart still hurts for Caesar, but I feel like he got... He was done dirty. Like, I feel like he needed more time. Yeah, he got... Like, he got off so quickly that I was like, he still had so much potential as a a character. Right, but he got... He got... He got offed so that it could further Joseph's story along, which is fucking bullshit. Right. They didn't need um, They could have done yeah, that they didn't, better. Yeah, they didn't need to do that. So, um, the one, the other note I have from this whole pig toilet fiasco is, like, Polnareff actually washes his hands without even pooping. Yeah. Like, he, good for him. He's a clean French boy. He, yeah, he does his part to stop pandemics. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean really, like, just if we could get a moment. Just absolute yeah. legend, really. Um, but yeah, he's just like, ah, I'll hold it, fuck it, I don't really feel like dealing with this, why is my life pain and existence is suffering? Yeah, um... And, and, and then, of course, immediately... He takes off realizing that, um, the stand that actually attacks him in the, well, c- tries to attack him in the bathroom, um, he realizes that it's the same stand that, uh, killed his little sister... Yes. So now he's all like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. I told you I was I was here for revenge. I'm have my chance. I'm leaving. And Abdal's like, don't do it. Yeah. You're gonna get your ass. Abdal's whipped. like like good good father man, and he's just like, Don't fucking go. And Polnarov goes. Mm-hmm. And then disappointed Abdal is worse Abdal because I don't like disappointed Abdal. Because <laughs> I don't think anyone should be disappointing Abdal. Right. I mean, he like doesn't really ask a lot. He just asks you not to be a dumbass and run off to get your 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 ass kicked. You know, your whole ass kicked. Handed to you. Yeah. And then we're introduced to... Whole horse. <laughs> a whole damn horse. Yeah. Him riding in. And he's gross. Yeah. He like kisses a 16-year-old. And then is like later's babe. Yeah. Like, and like in wow, English, so cool. like later's babe. He's so cool. Yeah. There oh by the way, he whole horse of course is debuted riding an elephant. Of course. Way. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. So. Um and he's got like this weird like crocodile dundee meets pillarman like yeah. outfit going on like it doesn't really make any sense yeah he's it was definitely it's like I, especially yeah, for the time like that was i think that must have been uh, a large factor in designing him as a character was just like indiana jones slash crocodile dundee like yeah. western yeah like that adventurer but also kind of an asshole yeah and this is also another um weird translation uh of a stand user's name yeah what did they call him centerfold yeah so the subtitle calls jay guile centerfold or mr centerfold Yeah, Mr. Centerfold. depending on who's like referring to him and how mr centerfold was my father please just, <laughs> just call me and centerfold. i'm just like i just i don't understand why they did that it's i, I guess it's a cultural thing i don't fucking no but it's weird mm-hmm. um and then i have the note just like what is this rock paper scissors why did i write that um uh, i think it was just because they were shit talking each other maybe that was like when um oh. like when they all kind of clashed together for the first time but well rock paper scissors does come up in part four no yeah. the whole episode surrounds rock paper scissors God, that was a weird episode we'll, we'll get to that yeah but, boy that was just such a fucking like hey at least he tried his best kind of episode yeah but um 
But yeah, so Whole Horse is a moron. Um, he's like, that's the thing with him. He's like, he's a, he's not really good like at what he's doing. Like he has a yeah. gun. That's his, his gun stand. is a stand. And it's like it has. It is funny because like yeah, it like tracks motion and stuff and all these other. No, things. but he literally says he's like no good on his own. Like he has to be paired with another stand user to be right. any of like any kind of effective. Right. And the gun, the gun, like the bullets that he shoots, don't even have like a quarter of the range of an actual bullet. Like he's like, it's like someone's like about a hundred and twenty feet away from him, and he's like, ah, it's way out of my range. And it's like what? That's. That's, that's odd. Yeah. So, and they, they seemingly go, like, way slower than a regular bullet, because unless Abdul is just, like, actually that just, fast. I think it's just slowed down, yeah. Um, but, uh, so Abdul gets stibbity stabbed. Yeah, in the back by the fucking by, shithead. By, uh, Jay Giles' stand, and then he questionably gets shot in the forehead. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very intentionally set up as a, like... Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. like it's like oh, he got shot in the head. Like, yeah. It's usually there's blood very, and his his uh, his uh, bandana thing comes flying off dramatically. Like we've got grown men crying, sobbing. Uh, which and since we're not watching these uh, quote unquote live as we're recording them again, obviously we don't have ourselves set up to take shots during this. I guess we still could, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's our this is our first like big like big booth boy, boy crying big cry. session. Um, and, you know, uh, Kakuin is, like, upset because Abdal is lifeless in the street. And Polnareff is crying, but he won't let Kakuin see him crying. Yeah. And, like, it's just but, such... He's just such an edgelord. Because he's, he's like, well, Abdal shouldn't have gotten involved. He should have let me just do this on my own. Yeah, I, I do enjoy that, like, that um, despite him trying not to let Kakuin know that he's crying, he's crying so hard that kakuin notices that he's crying not from seeing his face but from seeing the the, the droplets of yeah. water hit, hit the dry the ground. ground like the dirt yeah. like he's like he's like 15 feet from him and it's just like that's a lot of tears yeah Jesus and like Christ. you know so our episodes right now are ending with walk like an egyptian but it's cry like an egyptian yes, cry like a big boy <laughs> egyptian so yeah and that's where we end episode 10 so on to episode 11 it picks up it's you know like a quote-unquote two-parter we're picking up right where we left off um where like Kakuin and Polnareff are kind of like arguing and like obviously they want to go after the guy that that attacked Abdal and yep. there's a lot of negative colors going and Kakuin is all of a sudden in pink yes and I like pink Kakuin yeah, I like it a lot good. He uh, elbows the shit out of uh, Polnareff. Oh yeah, because he's like, he's like, uh, you know, I'm sorry, I messed up, and he's like, he's like, he's like gonna shake his hand, and then he just like elbows him in the face. Yeah, like consider this, um, consider consider us on whatever like equal footing now. Yeah, he like, like, grinds his yeah. his elbow into his nose, and then Polnareff's just like, thank you. Yeah, um, and I'm that. just like, who else would thank Kakuin for putting his elbow in into their nose and like potentially breaking their face? Me. I would. <laughs> Thank you, sir. No, May I have like, another? Oh, I'm discovering, you're like, I'm discovering things about myself. Like, you know, if Kakuin wanted to elbow me in the face, I'd probably fucking deserve it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. That's true. Like, yeah. Like, he's he's a very good boy who wouldn't just do be, do be doing stuff like that for no yeah. reason. Yeah. And uh, so, because they're driving to go find the stand user, um, the stand is following them, and they're slowly figuring out how the stand is getting around, and I guess when it gets in one of their eyes... Mm, yeah. Foreshadowing. Um, this will be important later. Yeah, this will be important later. Uh, 
that's when they kind of figure out that it's like um he, he what uh just is basically like a light wave yeah it's like he's not actually in those surfaces he's just literally being reflected off of nearby surfaces which is like kind of kind of cool and a pretty creative uh stand honestly like yeah. when you have when you have in context between the creativity of one of them is just a gun right <laughs> like it's a gun that kind of sort of has honing bullets versus um like a, a, anything that can move within reflective surfaces, yeah, and like assumingly, basically the speed of light, you know, like not maybe not that fast, but really, right because really they can fast. see it move, yeah, but still really really fast. Like, um, which is how they catch on in the first place. Yeah. And then they have kind of this interesting, like I don't, I don't know, like it's like a high speed chase, like like in the car because they're like realizing that he's like followed them the whole way through town. And... Um, well, no, they're they're like out of the car by now, and they're they're realizing that it's that he's in reflective surfaces because Kakyoin sees him in like the little uh, reflective part of the steering wheel. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. And that's when he kind of starts putting it together. And then yeah. that's when they have their whole mirror world argument, you know? Yeah. And it's like, there's, there is no mirror world. Like that's not possible. And Polnareff is like, how are you now? Which is kind of funny. Cause I mean, like there is later it's a very episodes. deep conversation. <laughs> yeah. But then there's later episodes where it's like, man, there's weirder shit that happens. That's yeah. Kind the of mirror like, worlds. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Much weirder shit. Uh, so anyway, they, uh, they accost the stand user. They finally find Jay Guile Mm -hmm. and, um, he kind of fucks with them a little bit and they get trapped kind of, but Polnareff gives like this very magical girl speech, including Uh, all the poses. Yeah. Including like the little hand motions and how like, (laughs) I will punish you. Like, yeah. (laughs) Very Sailor Moon-esque. And I mean like, all I can hear in my head is the. The original shitty English theme music blaring right now. Yeah, and uh, this is during another, like, pretty ultra-racist moment where, like, Kakuin and Polnareff are surrounded by, like, just money-hungry men. Like, beggars who are just like, (laughs) they're gonna give us money for nothing. Yeah, because the guy, like, he's like, he's like, I need, I need a surface that, like, you know, I can, uh, I can disappear into. And his solution is to... Yell for hey, these guys said they'll give you money. Yeah, and, and then Kakuin's like, hell yeah, I'll give you money. Here's yeah. a fucking shiny ass coin. I think that was a, a fucking African Krugerrand, by the way. Like, I'm pretty sure like that's what that coin was. Okay, but which is I I wouldn't have even cared. I well, I know, but I collect coins. And I, I know like, you do. The, the design on the obverse of the coin was like the. The galloping gazelle or whatever from the Kruger. I didn't even catch that. Oh well, yeah. I thought it was interesting that they. they but obviously, Kakuin's been to Africa. I know that's what I'm saying. Like he's fucking globe trotted. Like before. No, I mean he even... because he was in Egypt. Well, yeah, but when he met Dio. Right, but like, what were you? What was he doing? Well, his wallet got stolen. Maybe he's a numismatist too, and he liked that coin, and he decided to keep it. He's a very interesting character. Yeah. Very deep. A lot um, of lore. Yeah, but, uh, so I guess this is actually probably, I think, the first stand user we see that gets, like, killed. Yeah, like, bru- like brutalized, like, which I get it. Like, there's, like, the whole fucking, like... He was a rapist. Yeah. Like, a... I don't want to say a child rapist, but I'm I I can't imagine Polnareff's sister was it's was kind of older implied. than a teenager. Yeah, and like a murderer. And yeah, like just, a rapist and a murderer, like just really awful, awful person, yeah. like very two, evil. And he had two hands, which two right hands. Right, but that's the joke. Most people have two hands. Right, that's the joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just like they Got keep it. saying like two hands, like but it's like two right hands. Yeah, two right hands. 
Um, and so after they kill this uh, awful, awful uh, monster. And like chain him up like so bad that he's like upside down on against the fucking fence or whatever. Or the big um, No, he like went flying into the air and like impaled on the fence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they get back to town, I guess. Somehow they walk their asses back, yep. but it's only been like ten minutes, like real time. They speed. They move. They they uh, yeah. They like fucking uh, power walk. Yeah. Back um. And they meet Jojo and Joseph, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we we already uh, buried Abdal and gave him a funeral." Right, which is fucking like gaslighting to like an extreme measure. Like, as you'll know, and like, but they're and they're so unremorseful about it. They're like, "Hey guys, don't worry about it. We took care of it." Instead of letting like Kakuin and Polnareff like say their goodbyes. Right. Well, that too. Like, but you, I don't know. I don't want. Yeah. Well, you, you we'll get to that in, in a couple episodes. But it's just like, yeah. okay, that was real fucked up. And then at the end of the episode, um, Whole Horse reappears, and he's all like, "Oh no, Jay Guile is." dead like my partner i'm useless without him i'm fucking worthless uh, so he uses the ultimate technique and runs away while yep. some 16 year old girl has polnareff like pinned to the ground yeah like i don't know I and he can't that. he can't get out from under her and she's like she's holding him back because he's trying to kill slash attack whole horse yeah. and she loves him this was a later's babe yeah, it's the uh, same girl. one from from uh yeah and it's just like yeah. it's just like are you are you kidding like this is this is some of the shit that just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, these guys are apparently so strong, and yet they have a hard time, like, moving other human beings. They skipped leg there. Must have been. Fair. I don't know. I don't know. With those thighs, though? They are thunderous. So, all right. Um, anyway, that's how episode 11 ends. Oh, no. Actually, it ends with the gross uh, blood splatter on Joseph's arm. Oh, right. Which... Yeah, from the girl. Yeah, like, she, like, spits blood or whatever. Get um, off the table. Are you kidding me? Wasn't me. It wasn't me. She's talking to you. It was a cat. It's a cat. Really have to... <laughs> he, he really tried it. He really tried uh, it. He's just like, hey, they're not paying attention to me. It's a step. Jalen's been a fucking needy, like, just all up in my shit all day today. Little shitty He's boy. He's just been a shit all week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, just like a whoops, I spat what isn't actually blood on your arm. And he's yeah. like, ugh, itchy, itchy. And then yeah, that's where it leaves. Yeah, just like, ugh. Yeah. Um, so episode 12 opens up with Enyaba freaking the fuck out because her son, Jay Guile, has been killed. Yeah. Um, oh, what a, what a pure good boy. Why would yeah, he Yeah, she killed? goes off about how good of a boy, and I'm like, oh, gross, lady, okay. Um, then she, like, suddenly develops, like, all these holes <laughs> yeah. Um, in her body that just start leaking blood. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's hot. This is because this is how my son died. And, like, she's just that, going. I don't think that's what she says. Oh, something along those lines. It was so fucking weird. And then she's gouting blood everywhere. Run, she's, like, rampaging around this, like, the weird... You can't gout blood. Huh? Gout is, like, a disease. Gouting. Gouting blood. I think you mean spouting. They're, it's, like, the same... Gout is a disease. I know it is. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so he was gouting blood. She was gouting blood. My bad. And Um, then she, you know, kicks a cat. Oh my god! Yeah. So just to just to really reiterate that these these people are truly fucking awful. She just kicks a cat because it just happens to be nearby. Um, and this is this episode might as well be subtitled just Joseph the idiot. (laughs) Joseph the idiot Joe Star, (sighs) earning his nickname actively. Because he, like, just doesn't even realize that he has a stand on him. Right. 
Right, like they're like he's like, oh, it kind of looks like a face. That's weird. And he's like, no, it's just a bug bite or something. And yeah, then, I just got infected. I'm gonna go to the doctor, but then the stand's gonna kill the doctor. Yeah, and... like stabs. Yeah, it's, it's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah, so close my eyes, and when I open my eyes, the the doctor's been murdered by my arm. Yeah, we and it's um... grown into a little like weird. Uh, like there was like, if, like I don't know why, but there was this like mid '90s, like one of the, like like the back on the gross out kind of game like yeah. thing that 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 stupid thing reminds me of. It was like some like like not like rock like rock'em sock'em robots or something, but like it I was know like what a, you're talking about yeah, like it looks like that, and for whatever reason, that's all I could think of the entire time. But yeah, it's basically like a gross little uh, nasty talking rude uh stand. monster stand grown out of his arm yeah that just keeps getting bigger yeah um again by eating <laughs> stuff stuff and or chickens and this is the first episode where we can start an official oh no count mm-hmm. yep the first one oh no and yeah like there's like five there's like, th- there's like i got three four, or four in this i got episode. four out of this episode yeah um so meanwhile like you know so th- this this thing on his arm kills the doctor that's trying to remove it and then, um, like, literally tells the nurse, like, oh, my name's Joseph Joestar, and I just murdered this doctor, and I'm staying at this hotel, and, right. like, I'm this nationality, and, like, so Joseph He's has to make run. a run for it, and I'm just like, why he no use him on? But, why he no use him on to get it off? But then he, like, I think it was funny, because, like, when he, he said tried. that, he, like, almost immediately does. He's like, try to, like, I guess it's, uh, I haven't done this in a while, or something like, like that. overdrive. And it doesn't work at all. And then the stand is like, that's because I'm part of your arm. You can't use yeah. Hamon against yourself. Like, think, and call I'm like, him a dumbass or something. Yeah, I'm like, well, I guess. Like, it makes sense that you won't be able to attack yourself with your Hamon, but like... You should be able to like, like purge things something. from your body. I don't know. You should have done something. Hamon is still one of those things that I don't truly understand anyway he used this is his second oh no (laughs) um it's like literally like the stands like it's not gonna work and he's just like oh no um yeah and then uh we cut to a scene with polnareff and that 16 year old girl um and for whatever reason like he he this episode he got some tickle bitties yeah he was uh thick up top just like cleavage yeah for days (laughs) yeah like, I'm just like, why? <laughs> like he, someone get this dude a bra or something because he yeah. is busting out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, then, uh, so him and the and the girl, who turns out to be the stand user, uh, her name's Nana. Yeah. Um, Which, like, so is that, like, so does that mean whole horse the whole time was, like, getting duped? Or did, like, that Nana, like, assume... I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Well, okay, so we find out at the end of this episode that stand user disguised herself as the young woman. Yeah. So maybe she waited until she knew that, like, Jay Guile had been killed and then assumed that form. I mean, maybe that's how... We don't know. She, maybe that's how she was able to hold Polnareff down, because it was like, she's actually that, way more powerful. That would make sense. Yeah. Because the user that came out of Nana at the end was, like, not small and petite at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um... But yeah, so so Joseph is literally running through the streets at this point, like trying to stay away from the cops and not draw any attention to himself. And yeah. the stand apparently enjoys some fresh chicky. Yeah, like just eats a whole fucking chicken except for the head. Minus the head, yeah. yeah. Spits the head out from like, because it's like he's got his arm hidden under uh, like some kind of shawl or something. Towel or something. And then... Like, there's just, like, really horrible chewing noises from underneath it when they run yeah, like by a stand. Yeah, like, bone crunching noises. Yeah, and she's like, ugh, God. She's like, what are you doing? But, um, 
Yeah, like, so what I thought was interesting, like, his, his arms, like, getting bigger and bigger. And then, like, there's a bunch of just bystanders on this on the street that are yeah. mentioning, like, they're like, oh, some, that guy's got something gross or weird coming out of his arm. Yeah. So, like, they can sometimes see the stands. I think because it was part of him. Remember? Yeah. So it's literally, like, it's literally growing out of his body. I'm assuming using his cellular makeup Ugh. to grow. So if that happens, but that's then that's what Jotaro um, remarked in episode nine when he punched the stand mm. that was Kakuin. Uh, he was like, I can actually hit, like, Star Platinum didn't hit the stand. He hit it. Yeah. He was like, oh, it's a stand I can actually hit. Yeah, it's, it's weird so, sometimes. So, yeah, so there's some stands that uh, non-users can see slash here maybe and there's other stands that can be hit that are in the physical realm so it's very interesting um i think we're gonna get like more of that in part five like more exposition as to why maybe why that is i don't know i could be talking on my ass i mean i i wouldn't doubt it because you know it's just i, I would like it right <laughs> i would like a little bit of exposition on that um but yeah, I think I think uh like like part four does a really good job of kind of just explaining that like literally every stand is different. Yeah. Um, ob- for obvious reasons, which we get to in this part, which is that they're like a manifestation of the person's psyche slash soul slash. Not an evil spirit. Yeah, it's not an evil spirit <laughs> unless as, you want it to be. From the first episode, we have unless you want it to yeah. be. Um, but yeah. So uh, anyway, uh. This this episode is very Joseph centric, and uh, I have to say, like after having seen part two, after having seen Battle Tendency, like the Joseph in part three is just infinitely worse. And maybe because it's he's supposed to be like an oldish man, like he's going on seventy, he's supposed to be like a little doddering kind of like. <laughs> is he supposed to be that old? Yes, he's only like in his fifties or something. No, he is sixty nine, my guy. Nice. Yeah. Jesus, and he's so ripped still. Right, but then, so, fast forward, like, ten years later in part four, and he literally needs a cane and can't hear anything. Yeah, he's, like, losing can't his fucking see, mind. Like, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, he goes downhill really quickly. Real quick. Which, I also either missed the explanation for it, or they just didn't give one, but, like, if you're a Hamon user, it, no, because straight's aged really but he didn't age like, oh god, okay, I'm like no, there's, thinking there's way too much of, about this there's now. There's a lot of inconsistency. Like all the Hamon users from parts one and two, like stayed fairly young-ish. Yeah. And like, like straights. Yeah. And then straights like really de-aged um, in the beginning of part two. Yeah. Um, because he became a vampire. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so he got super youthful. But he didn't look, like, super old to begin with. Um, yeah, so it's kind of, it just, it's part four is, like, hyper-aging. Just seems kind of, like, dumb. Like, yeah. I don't know why they would do that, necessarily. Yeah, I mean, this this iteration of Joseph looks nothing like young Joseph. Right. Uh, he's got, like, bags under his eyes. Obviously, the animation style is different, so you're not going to have that. Like, literally, the only thing that really stays the same is his eye color. Right. Yeah, everything else about him. Even, like... The sense of fashion changes, you yeah. know? Like, he looks like an Indiana Jones type in this versus the mm-hmm. midriff-bearing, like, <laughs> like low-slung pants-wearing, yeah. like... Yeah, that was kind of interesting that they changed his character design that much. Yeah. And, like, his whole thing. Other yeah, than... but, it, you know, it is 50... It's 50 years later. Yeah. 
He's just, I mean, he's still a dumbass, so at least with that. He's such a dumbass. Um, he's so stupid, but then he, he figures out that coal tar. Which, yeah, oh, what the, like, coal, like, uh, ugh, like, that's, that's how, that's how, he, <laughs> that's how he beats the fucking stand, basically, is he dunks his arm in a, in a bucket of, of coal, tar. coal tar that he, like, just knew because he used his stand's ability to, like, etch a, a map of the, the city in the ground earlier in the it's episode. Like a, it's like a photographic um, ability that like, the stand yeah. has. Like, so he's, like, he's, instead of just running around random like a dumbass, which is what we all were led to believe throughout, like, the last, like, yeah. third of the episode, he's actually, actually, he's like, I remember I ran by that barrel earlier, and then he dunks his arm in the barrel, and it acts like it's, like, quick-acting super concrete yeah. somehow, even though the stand earlier had been strong enough to, like, just... Yeah, like, it should have easily been able to break out of coal tar. But well, it didn't. it didn't. Um, so good for Joseph. Um, and then, so after he defeats the stand, and I I guess it it freezes up on him, and then he yanks it off with Hermit Purple, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he, like, rips it, like, apart. Like, yeah. Like, basically, like, tears it asunder. Yeah, and um, so then he's got to go, like, join up back with the gang, and he finds Polnareff about to be making out with this, like, 16-year-old girl. Again, I'm hoping Polnareff is only, like, 17 or 18 in this, because otherwise, yuck, why are all these old men kissing young women? <laughs> I, I think he's, like, a high school age dude. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to think about it anymore. I'm pretty sure. Um, so, so my last note of the episode was just a, a very Joseph thing to say. Like, next you're going to say, Polnareff, don't kiss that girl. <laughs> Just and, like, and he doesn't, thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. But then Paul the user like explodes. Spills. Yeah, spills yeah. out of the like basically like uh like skin splits open and yeah. nasty as as he's about to Very make skin walker esque. Yeah, and Polnareff literally is just has his whole mind fucking or destroyed. Shapeshifter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like from uh Supernatural. Yeah. And just like just like he's just left like everyone else is like he's like ho oh, ho like Joseph's like ho oh, oh, ho oh, oh, ho ho and Polnareff's like yeah. cry shook and it. throw up and yeah. throw up and then cry some more. Yeah, he's very shook it. Yeah. So, good times. Way to go. Good times. Great oldies. Yeah, man. Fox 97. <laughs> Did you have anything else for that episode? Uh, nope. Just no, it's just, there's, forever. there's just, like, so many, like, I, I just, a lot of callbacks to part two that we had no idea what the hell yeah, was going on the like, first time. Yeah, like, literally had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, there's some more callbacks to part two later in Stardust, which I'm kind of looking forward to seeing again because I think when we saw it the first time, we were just like, what? Yeah, yeah but hey, context what? context is pretty cool. Context is key it's here. pretty lit. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of... there's We've been noticing there's a lot of repeat... Um, not villains, but like uh, scenarios, I guess, with villains. There's a lot of repeat... Uh, situations that are kind of sticky in a yeah. way. Um, so it's it's really fun and interesting to kind of see how like those all get woven together. Yeah. I am looking forward to watching part four again though because I feel like they had a lot of much more unique standout kind of scenarios that like, mm -hmm. like parts one through three are like, okay, it's a lot of the same stuff. Then, well, we have the same villain for parts one and three. Right. 
Right, which yeah, that doesn't <laughs> right. that doesn't help. No, but yeah, the, but then the tonal shift and everything from part four was just kind of refreshing. So it was, and you know, like the color scheme, like things were kind of like lighter. I don't want to say brighter because the, the colors in Stardust are very bright and very vivid as well. But I feel like it's almost. In a way, like, in my mind, it's almost sepia-toned compared to, like, part four. Yeah. And how, like, I don't want to say, like, wacky. No, just, it's just... Uh, just more vibrant, I guess. Yeah, which is interesting when it's juxtaposed against the still very violent tone yeah. of it. Which, you know, that was kind of fun. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because, like, um, you know, the majority of the main characters in part three are wearing dark colored clothes, like Kakuin's in like army green, Jotaro's in mostly black, Polnareff's got a black top, Avdol's like dark red, and then you have Joseph in like khaki. Mm-hmm. Um, but in part four, like the, the two main kids are in all black, like school uniforms still, but instead of like having like army green or whatever, it's like, it's like neon green and like bright yellow, like accents and things like that. So it's, it's different tonally for the most part (laughs) until we get that shit hits different. Yeah. It it hits way different. Um, but but anyway, getting way ahead of ourselves, just been watching way too much YouTube poop (laughs) of part four and just like, just like, yeah. Um, there's, there's some good quality jo, uh, JoJo YouTube poops out there, so, so do yourself a favor quality. and uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys should uh, just get on that and and enjoy. Just fall down the hole and fall never never crawl hole. your way out. Never. Um, all right, guys. So that concludes our uh, episode three of Stardust Crusaders. Should we do music for the outro? I mean, yeah, dude. Like, sure, why not? Like, fuck it up, man. Like, well, no, because I gotta. All right, man. Don't fuck we'll it We'll do up. it next time. Yeah, next time. Hey, look. Like, hey, you got that to look forward to. That'll be cool, right? Yeah, we'll have outro music We'll have our shit a little bit more uh, Together. figured out. So, yeah. you know, figure it All out. All right. Figure it out. But I'm Greg. And I'm Liz again. And this is Otaku. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Such a dork. <laughs>